I don't know if they just are full of energy or they actually really like what they do because they all run. If you have your Bible, open with me to Acts chapter 13. Huh? What happened to 11 to 12? We'll get to that later. Lord, thank you for not only your presence, but for your spirit that leads us into truth, that equips us, that opens your word to us. Would you do that this morning? We open our hearts to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts chapter 13 says from verse 1, Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Bartimaeus, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaeum, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Bartimaeus and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed, they laid hands on them and sent them away. Verse 4, so being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia. From there they sailed to Cyprus. It says they were actually sent by the Holy Spirit. There was this whole thing that happened as they were just ministering to the Lord. They didn't realize it was going to happen. They were just praying and ministering to the Lord. And the Holy Spirit broke in and said, Set, a, set apart for me these people for what I've called them to. But what, what I want you to understand is that that sending of the Spirit was in a bigger context. It was in the context of Matthew 28, 18 to 20, where Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. We often have preached that. Go make disciples of all nations, teaching them all that I've commanded you, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. All that stuff. And for years, I preached that and heard it, that go was a command. And then I actually read it, and it's not. The command is make disciples. It literally says, while you're going or going, or living, make disciples. So there is this context of Jesus having commissioned all of us to be a light and have an impact where we are, that then something of the Holy Spirit can break in. So what I want you to see this morning is that Paul was already ministering. He wasn't waiting to be sent by the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 9. This is right after Paul got, uh, got saved. Verse 20. Uh, doesn't say the right thing if you're in the wrong chapter. <laughs> Paul just has had this encounter with Jesus. He was blind. Someone prayed for him. He's received his sight. Uh, and he spent some days with the disciples, and it says in verse 20, immediately 
he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God. Verse 26, and when Saul had come to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and did not believe that he was a disciple. This was the guy who was persecuting them. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, and he declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road, and that he had spoken to him, and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of the Lord. So immediately after being uh, saved, he began to preach. God told him what he was going to do. Chapter 11, verse 25 This is Barnabas is gone in verse 25. Barnabas departed for Tarsus to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch so that they, for a whole year, they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. Verse 30. And this they did. They took up a collection and they sent it by the el- to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. And then chapter 12, verse 25. Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem and they, uh, when they had fulfilled their ministry. And they took with them John, whose surname was Mark. What I want you to see is that Paul was already ministering. He had been called by Jesus. He wasn't waiting. I want you to understand something. It's faithfulness where we live that's the key to the Holy Spirit sending us elsewhere. It's faithfulness where we live that is the key to the Holy Spirit sending us elsewhere. Turn with me to Luke chapter 16. I want to just jump on faithfulness for a moment. From verse uh, 10, it says, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. He who is unjust in what is least is unjust in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to you your trust to true riches? If you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? Now, if you add that to Luke 19, 1 to 27, and Matthew 25, 14 to 29, which I won't take time to read this morning because I want to get to baptisms, You'll see that there's four things when it talks about faithfulness. Faithfulness with the least, faithfulness with a little, faithfulness with another's, and true riches. Now, obviously, what is true riches? It has nothing to do with money. True riches are souls, people. It's leading people. Faithfulness with the least. I actually stumbled over that, didn't say it well. Faithfulness with the least has to do with money. That's what it says. Let me tell you, Jesus looks at our faithfulness. How do you handle what he's entrusted to you? Money is not people. But if you can't handle money, what makes you think you can actually lead people? Oh, none of you were thinking that, of course. The least is money. But the little is yourself and your family. Are you responding to the Spirit? Are you responding to the Word of God? Are you faithful? The third is another's. It's being part of team. 
Are you able to function with others? And then lastly, it's leading people, true riches. Can I say this? I've seen uh, in other churches and around the world too many people waiting for a position or a title or a commissioning to begin ministering. Somebody send me to another nation and then I'll do it. Somebody give me a position and I'll begin ministering. Give me a title that gives me some sort of authority over people. But when you understand the kingdom, it's not authority over people. It's actually submission to the Holy Spirit. A uh, guy from New Zealand named Winky Prattney a number of years ago was uh, teaching. He was actually sharing at a university. And he was talking about the kingdom of God. In the midst of his sharing, some student jumped up in the middle of the crowd and said, we don't need that, man. All you need is love. And Winky Pratney looked at him and said, hmm, tell me, how do you get along with your parents? Oh, that, their establishment, they're, they're out of it. You know, we don't have any relationship. Well, how about your, do you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah. How do you get along with them? Ah, oh, they're, they're idiots. And now he said, then, Winky Pratney looked at him and said, then sit down and shut up. <laughs> He said, if it doesn't work at home, you can't export it. Yet too often we're waiting for someone to export us rather than being faithful where we live. Rather than saying, God, what do you want me to do? So, let me say this. You don't have to wait. You can begin now. Maybe there's something of seeing the kids go that stirs in your heart and say, ah, I could do that. Mick and Darlene, are you, where are you? Mick's helping. Darlene, if you'll stand. Just stand and stay there. Everyone look at Darlene. No, she's going, what? <laughs> you know what? If you're at all interested in helping with kids' ministry, then talk to Darlene. Here's a thought. Have you ever thought about doing that as couples? Ooh, amazing. How about caring for people? Rob and Helen, would you stand? And Paul and Louise. No, stay, stay standing. <laughs> if you're interested in caring, just there's people who need some care. That's not just our home groups. We'll talk about that in a moment. But people who need care, talk to these guys. They'll help equip you and, uh, and prepare you. How about Alpha? Dale and Mel, I had you stand last week. You stand, stand again. They didn't know I was doing this. If you're interested in that, being part of a team, or even opening your home, some of you have told me that God's given you a home to be a place of ministry. Here's an opportunity. Talk to them. Uh, how about worship? I mean, we are blessed, guys. We have a wonderful worship team. But you know what? We're looking for more people because we believe there's something about the move of the Spirit that's going to be multiplying. So, Tim, if you'd stand. Come talk to Tim. Uh, how about if you simply say, hey, I can help with things like events and admin and stuff like that. Then 
Go talk to Barb. Barb's not going to stand because she had operation. I'm like, just wave your hand, Barb. Steve, will you stand next to Barb? <laughs> no, 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 don't stand, Barb. She's, she's supposed to be off her feet for a couple weeks because she had a operation. Okay, you, you, you've seen her. You can sit down now. <laughs> Go talk to Barb. Uh, maybe uh, you'd like to be involved in, in a small group that you're not. All of our small group leaders, if you'd stand. All the guys who are already standing are small group leaders. But also, what about prayer? You know that we actually have a group that, that we have time to pray every Sunday morning at 9.15. You're all invited if you want to come early. First Wednesday of each month we meet from 7 to 8. Come and join us. But you know, it's not just in the church. You can be involved in ministry in chaplaincy. Paul Egar, raise your hand now. He's standing, he's got to raise it. Now, you got to keep it up for the rent. No. <laughs> How long can I keep my arms up? Paul's involved in, in chaplaincy. There's many of you. How many of you are involved in chaplaincy? If you're involved in chaplaincy, will you stand up? Michelle is, Ben is, Lou is, there's others. Not here this morning. But there's an area that you can talk to these guys, or you could volunteer at City Mission. Wow, what an idea. Steve is, Steve's doing double duty. Talk to Steve. Or maybe you want to pray for people who are sick. Be part of a healing teams or healing rooms. Glenn, Glenn, would you stand? There he is. Talk to Glenn. But you know what? Maybe just where you live and work. I was told this wonderful testimony of Steve. Steve Suba, would you stand? Steve, just where he worked, happened to run into Mike Horsley, who's getting baptized this morning, and just happened to pray for him and share a word that was encouraging. You don't have to wait. It's in the context of faithfulness where you live that the Holy Spirit says, set apart for me Tim and Lance for the work which I've called them. Okay? There's, there's many others. I mean, you guys can all be seated now. I was just trying to make a point there. What does it mean for us? It means this, two things. I believe there's something of the Holy Spirit wants to set us free from fear. That God can't use us. And then from Hierarchy. Many of us come from a religious background that says you can't do anything unless you have a position. We're not that church. We're saying, hey, you're the, you feel with the Holy Spirit. You can minister, you can pray, you can serve. Now, admittedly, I, I'm going to, here's the legal caveat. When you're involved in children's ministry, there are some requirements. You have to have a working with vulnerable people card and some of these other things as well. There are some requirements, but it's still open uh, if, you, if you meet those requirements. Uh, but sometimes we just have this structure that is limiting, that says there's not enough opportunity, so there's no place for people to minister. And I believe God just wants to break our, that in our thinking. And then fear that says God can't use me. 
You know, the very first thing Jesus preached after his baptism and his temptation in the wilderness, the very first thing he comes out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit, and the very first thing he says is repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The word repent means think differently. Change the way you think. Turn. It's not just, okay, I'm, I'm going this way, but it's think differently. The kingdom is so different. God's plan is that we're all ministers. Not just that there's a few, but that everyone. You still with me? Yeah. Would you stand? The Sunday school people are really going to be amazed. <laughs> I can't believe that I finished this quickly. Some of you are, are shocked as well. I'm, I'm, I'm making a point because my wife literally had about 30 games the kids were going to play. And we walked in. I said, you don't really think you're going to get through all those, do you? She said, uh, yeah, probably not. Will you just bow your head for a moment? I know how easy it is to get busy in the day and not have a, a chance to respond to the Holy Spirit. So I just want to give you a moment before we move on to other things to simply say, God, if there's fear in me, would you remove it? I believe, but help my unbelief. If there's hierarchy, or I've been afraid of doing something because I don't have the right credentials or title or position, would you set me free? So we actually are really in love with Jesus. I want him to be the focus. I want to do it his way. We haven't figured that out yet. Just take a moment. Something of a wonderful presence of God in the worship, already setting people free. There's something of the words that were shared, already bringing life. I thank you for your presence that transforms us. Lord, we're grateful for the wonderful. Uh, help that the worship team gives us, but it's not the worship, it's you. We're glad that the guy preached short today, but it's not the preaching, it's you. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're going to have to do this uh, 
those who are going to get baptized will go change. But if the rest of you would help us, because we're going to have to actually move all the chairs out of this side, uh, stack them up and move them away so we can get back there uh, where the, uh, the thing is. If you would help us do that. And, but if you need prayer, just grab someone. There are a whole lot of people around you who'd love to, to minister. And they're full of the Holy Spirit. They can do that.